There's a popular saying that change is the only constant thing in life. But as we know, there's no present without a past, even in football. Tonight, we reminisce on how evolved the beautiful game has become since the days of the emojis. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Stay tuned. Okay. I'll go again. My name is Adedora Michael. I'm a national fan. I play football as well. I I play on both wings, both uh, left wing and right wing. Yeah. Um. Good evening, everyone. I'm Olofade Peter by name. I'm a huge fan of Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. And well, I'm also a footballer. So, so to say. So I'm good. I'm good to. I'm. Uh, it's glad to be back here. It's my guy. Um, my my name is Swartz and um your host. Okay, so personally for me, yeah, I feel, I feel like there has been lots of development in football, especially the money and and the the style. I mean, the the aspects of money management and all those all those organization stuff. But it's just my opinion. I feel like the, the players we watched while growing up, I mean, the the Dane, Mark, Claudio, before we graduated um, Iniesta, Xavi, Scholes, Gerard, Lampard, you know. I feel like it was more competitive then and it was more interesting to watch than what we have now. Yes. So I want to know. I think about that. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, I I feel football has it's not it's not the same anyway. Because you you can't compare the caliber of players that are played during the late nineties and early two thousands to what we have now. Basically, most of these new guys they are they are they are playing for money. I don't see I don't see them as people that play for passion. Can't compare the likes of Ronaldinho, Samoletto, um R9, Ronaldo, and then you have Baldo. Just look at the, the entire set of Brazilian players that won the Tusana to World Cup. That that era uh, it has gone, it has completely faded. And I don't think we I, we have world class players anymore. Because if you compare that that generation then you have the likes of Zidane, Beckham, Scholes. Just look at England squad. Then you 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 won't find those set of players anywhere again in the world. If we are being sincere, what do you guys think? Well, left to me, I would actually disagree with that point because I still feel they are world class player, and I feel I feel football has evolved and football is now harder because back in the days. I think football was only for football was mostly for South Americans. Then when we take the Uruguayans, we take the Argentina, and Argentina, we take the the Brazilians. These guys are highly skilled. These guys are born talents. These guys are they are naturally gifted in football. While others are just let me use the word set of dummies. You know, so a player can just maneuver their way into five, six seven players and then scores a fantastic goal and everybody starts calling World Cup. They can do it 
repeat they can do it repeatedly they can do it match by match they can do it anytime they want it because fine they are naturally born with it then you can't compare the set of defenders we have then there are just few world-class defenders then than, and there were a lot of bunch of highly skilled um, attackers then we had we had a lot of them uh, that I can't even mention we had um, uh, I, I watched a clip of um, R9 he could maneuver his way into four, five, six players just because those players are not as skilled defensively as they ought to be so now that, that's where we appreciate the, the, the involvement of football now well, you can't just even Messi does it back then in 2006, 7, 8. He cannot do it now. You can't maneuver your way into four, five, six, seven players. Football has evolved. Everybody's wiser. Everybody's technical now. You don't need strength. You need strength to play, but you don't need that dinosaur style. You don't need that physicality, just like in those days of um, Cannavaro and or other or Bidik. You don't need that dinosaur mentality again now. You need to be wiser. You need to be more technical. And I think. Uh, that's the involvement of football. So, uh, and then there's work, there's work class players, but and the the technicalities of others have have balanced the equation. So I think that's why we are seeing it that way. Well, but don't you? Okay, okay. No, go on, go on, go on. I wanted to say, don't you feel like there was more competition back in the day than what we have now? Because yes. I mean, you, that, you, look, you look at everything and, and you you see a lot of a lot of I don't want to say world class, but a lot of star players. I mean, see what France did to Brazil in two thousand and six World Cup. Yeah, you see that kind of like Brazilians were the they were the ish then they were the best, but see what Zidane Singwandedi did. See the um the Italian team that won the World Cup in 2006, the likes of Pelo, um, what's this guy? Um, Del Piero, all those guys. Yeah. But yeah. compared compared to what we have now, we we, we only like we, we have like two, three standout teams right now. I'm saying I mean coming to the club level now. Yes. We have just the standout teams we have now are not even up to five. But back then, watching the Champions League, you know, it was not. I mean, yeah. I, yes, I, I understand your point, and that's 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 exactly where I'm going to. Okay, now, um, well, well, finances have also actually helped football now because okay, when we look at those days, when we we, we have we only have probably we have Manchester United, we have AC Milan, we have Inter Milan, we have Barca. We have Real Madrid. Then we had Juventus. There was even less competition from Bayern Munich. These five teams were the teams dominating in and out, all around. They, they randomly shuffle them within the Champions League trophy. If Madrid wins this one, AC Milan, Inter Milan is there. Then there was also Porto, then, back then. So these teams were, well, they, 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 they had players because they had funds then to buy star players. So, okay, now, you imagine a player moving from Barcelona to Real Madrid. It happened several times. Ronaldo, um, um, Figo, all of them, they all moved from them. So, it happened in AC Milan as well. Ibrahimovic will move from Inter, you go to AC Milan. So, you know, they're only recycling. They, they, they are making, in those days, they make, those, they, they make that football look like they were brothers. They make those teams look like, oh, probably, okay, I'm buying this player just because I, I think you are going to need him in the future, so I'm keeping him for you. You understand now? But now, 
I think the question has been leveled now. There are a lot of top teams that have money, that are willing to spend money. So there are a lot of top teams that are ready to compete for quality players. If you are not careful, they will hijack those players. So imagine in those days, AC Milan, they have uh, they have Kaka, they have Pilo, they have um, Thiago Silva, they have Dida, they have um, Beckham, they have Robinho. You come to Inter, to, you meet Samueto, you meet Cambiaso, you meet quality players. So you, you, you come to Man U2 as well, you come to Baka, you come to Madrid. So I think then it was just um, a one-sided affairs. It was a one-sided affair because those other teams don't really have um, the, the finances to pull in um, naturally gifted players like this. But I think, well, the finances now, they are too much, but I think they balanced it up to a certain level and they made the football better. See, then is back then, most of these players that played for AC, Inter, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and um, which other big club? Um, yeah, Mind you, most of most of these players they played for football heritage because they know this club yeah. they have a very good history. Yeah, sure. That's if 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 I had if I if I were a player back then too, definitely I would I would want to play for one of, for one of the top teams. And then now, sure. if you look at these teams, and if you look at the teams we have now in all the leagues, you you can hardly pick out. 11, in fact, from the starting eleven, if I think the best you do if you are trying to name world class players in a team now, I don't think you get past anything past five or six in a team. Yeah. But back then, when you look at the lineup, when when you have the lineup like AC Milan squad now, when you have you have you have the likes of Crespo, you have um, all of them, all of them were world class. Zaghi, you could not dispute Zaghi, um, Dida. So. All, all these players, when you when you look at when you look at them and when you look at this the teams you have now, most of these uh, new clubs are just coming up. Um, we have Man City, Newcastle. So most of these clubs now, the only reason why they are they are able to compete is because of the, it's because of the money. So they are not necessarily attracting players because they, are, they want to play for football. The players are dead because they want to make the money, and the, the way they will play is different from the way. Those those players that actually want to win something with the club, the, the way they play, yeah. Is different. Because those guys they actually played because they wanted to win, and not just because um, that they were getting paid. So, and I think Conte, I, I'm I, I'm not sure if I'm getting close. I think Conte said something about when back then when he was playing, the players get paid based on their performance. So. You know, if you, play, if you have a bad week, you're not going to get paid. But if you have a yeah. bad game, you won't get paid. So definitely, your mentality is going to be different from the person that gets paid, regardless of whether he plays well or not. And then, if you if you look at um, Brazil's squad, Brazil has always that their style of play has always been samba. They take football with, they, they enjoy playing football. So they don't take, they, you don't see them uh, playing. They play entertainment football basically. That's the way that that's the way their their game is. Because if you look at players that they've had, they had uh, Ronaldinho, even um, Ronaldo, all this Adrian, all these players, they they played ball because they they played entertainment football basically. So when you look at when you compare their football to teams like England, Germany, Spain, you see they are they are different teams. They have 
different patterns of uh, playing football. Yeah. So that's because those ones played uh, free flowing football is is quite different from what other teams are playing. When Spain won the World Cup in 2010, basically it was Tiki Taka. Yeah. Nine of 11 squad in Spain, there were Barcelona players. And that was what they were playing at club level. So it was very easy for, for the coach to integrate the national team. The only, the only players they brought in from other team, from other clubs, if, if you are playing, if eight players out of the starting 11, they are playing Tiki Taka, definitely you'll be able to carry the others along. Yeah, to make it to make the work easier, but if you have just three players that can play Tiki Taka and then you try to build the team around those three, there's going to be a lot of problems for the coach. So that's why it was easy for them to play that Tiki Taka. Then, um, there are some now, now I I believe money has, has actually ruined football too much. Because even the transfer market now is not it's not what it used to be before. Back in I'll use Ronaldo's example, see Ronaldo's example. In two thousand and nine, I think the transfer was eighty eighty was it eighty million pounds or hundred million euros. I, I'm not sure yeah. if I'm getting it because I but that amount of money, what will get you back then? It will get you Ronaldo. It was the it was the most expensive player back then. But that, that amount of money now. How much did Man City buy Grealish? They bought him hundred million, and I there hasn't been returns on that money they spent. Well, we are actually thinking that way because okay, back then when we are talking, you can buy a player of 30, 40 million because then there was less involvement from the public in football. But now, the the, the amount of money they realize on shared sales alone, the amount of money they realize from um the 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 the, the ticket, the club ticket. Alone, okay. I was reading, um, I was reading um, an article. It says Messi's shirt is the highest grossing in, in the market now. Everybody wants to wear Messi with 30 on their back. So imagine they got Messi on a free transfer. So imagine how uh, the returns they will make on him on his shirt alone. So it doesn't mean if a club is buying a player of 60 million, then I think. The club have done their statistics properly to ensure that they've covered that 60 million back. Okay, imagine Romelu Lukaku now. He was bought for, I don't know, was he 90 or 80? I don't know how much they bought him. Was he 90 now? Definitely, definitely, the club is not willing to lose out on him. I'm sure 30% or 40%, I'm not a Chelsea fan, I don't know, but I'm assuming and it should be accurate. 30% or 40% of that money must have been recovered back through his shirt. Because everybody is a star player, everybody wants to watch Lukaku, well, everybody wants to win Lukaku. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure about that because I don't think and, many Chelsea fans will actually go and purchase uh, Lukaku's shirt. Yeah. I'm just trying to look at it from, from my own point of view. I'm not a Chelsea fan. Yeah. But I think, honestly, I, I agree with your point. I think for, um, uh, money has actually ruined football, but to an extent, money has actually helped football. Uh, and I think the the it, it, the advantage of the money in football now is I think is better than the disadvantage or is higher than the disadvantage because now there's they, they, they are making in those days the football the ball the leather balls are heavier they are like stones so but now the balls are lighter the soccer boots are better the jerseys are they are more fashionable they are better the there's VAR there's there's a more standard construction of um, pitch there is good light technology. 
you know, the device, the communication device and the uh, using uh, for the official, uh, the, the referees, everything is there. There's camera everywhere throughout the pitch. So, you know, the, the money has helped football. Now uh, there's endorsements for the players. There, there are a lot of advertisements. So they're not making their money only from playing ball on the pitch, but they're making it off the pitch too. So they're helping a lot of products. Now, imagine, imagine you seeing Ronaldo or Messi and a big fan of Ronaldo or Messi on your Pepsi advertisement now. Now, you, as, as, as a big fan, you, oh, I have to get Pepsi for myself. Yeah, that, that would be your thoughts. So in that way, you're opening doors for other companies. So I think the money has also helped football in a lot of aspects rather than criticizing it. I agree with you, the money aspect, yes. But <laughs> entertainment-wise, I feel like there has been a huge decline. Well, I, I, mm-hmm. I actually don't feel I actually don't feel that way because okay, now there, there's competition, honestly. There's competition now. We, okay, now, now everybody is anticipating. Even people that are not interested, but they're anticipating Premier League because now there are a lot of contenders in Premier League. I don't, we don't know any angle they can come from. There's Man City, there's Man U, there's Chelsea, there's Liverpool, there's Tottenham, there's Arsenal, there's Leicester. Every there's uh, there's now entertainment. The money has balanced up this equation for us. Now, look at the, the shocking um, uh, the shocking return that happened in, in Italy. It's no longer Juve now. Juve has won the league, I think, three years or four years ago now. Inter, Juve, Roma, um, AC Milan, they are dominating. These guys are now willing to spend. They are willing to balance the equation. They are willing to compete. Now, enter- entertainment has never left football. It is, it's only getting higher and it's getting technical. Only those that are used to the dinosaur way of football and the like, and only those that are used to this, uh, the likes of Ronaldo, um, Skill, the Ronaldos, uh, they're used to um, Kaka's elegance. Those are those are people that those are people that will not appreciate this quality of football that people are playing now. Those are people that will not appreciate the quality of Man City, the quality of um, Liverpool, the quality of Real Madrid, the quality of Arsenal. So these, those are these are people that will not appreciate it. So. Basically, I think the money has leveled up a lot of things. Now, um, it, it was Florentino Perez alone. It was, it was only Real Madrid. Madrid could spend 70, 80, 90 million on the player. But now Liverpool can pull up 200 million. Man City can pull up 200. PSG can pull up 200. Chelsea can pull up 200. Man U is there. Tottenham, even Arsenal, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm surprised. Arsenal, has, they've spent over 100 million. They are the biggest spender in this, in this um, transfer window. So I think the money now is evening up things. It's leveling up things now. And I, I think that's the way it should go. Even this month, there, there's new cast too now. They're spending huge amounts of money. We know how much they spent in January and this last transfer. They spent over 90 million. That was the highest in the transfer window of January. So I think I think the money, the money we are, we're only saying that because we feel fine. These players are getting overpaid. Yes, they are getting overpaid. Yes, that, 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 that's a true point. They are getting overpaid. But the returns the club are also making from the players is is more than, I think, I think it's more than what we should even be talking about. So, I feel money has helped football a lot, honestly. I mean, who wants to play without getting paid now? That was why Oscar left Chelsea. The, 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 one, part, the one aspect or sector that uh, the money has to be helped in football is the health. Because back uh-huh. then, most of these, um, there, there are some injuries that they couldn't operate back then. Yeah. 
they, they were not licensed to. Because uh, when we tell you that when they had uh, recurring hamstring injuries, they, they didn't allow operations back then. But now, there are some players that when you have hamstring injuries, they can always operate on you. They didn't allow that back then. So, it cut some players, it cut their careers short. But now, yeah. at least with advanced um, healthcare facilities yeah. and um, equipment, they can always carry out um, different operations. And that has increased the longevity of some players because if not for good healthcare, someone like Zatan should still be playing football. Someone like who? They have retired a long time ago. Someone like who? Zlatan. Oh, Zlatan, yeah. Zlatan Bermud. That's a legend. He, he has, he has um, Anku and Neil. Yeah. And it needs to be operated, which is going to take quite, um, quite, quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, the club has extended his contract by a year because they know he's going to make a full recovery after the operation. And someone like Van Basten, he didn't get out. He didn't get the opportunity. Even opportunity. Even though he had operations, even 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 Ronaldo, Ronaldo de Lima didn't get this opportunity. Yaza, I think Anku, and that was the end of his career. A lot of that was his main problem. Kept getting knee injuries, recurrent knee injuries. So most of the benefits these new players are enjoying. The, the older generations didn't enjoy them. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you on that one. Colin. I mean, money has is the money aspect goes. I mean, it's a win-win situation for the um, teams and the players because yeah. they have sponsors that even sign the players on personal yeah. contracts yes. for adverts. And I feel like that's where the problem lies because whether you perform or not, you're still going to get paid. Yeah, you're under a contract. Yeah, you know, exactly. So it's not... For, I, I enjoyed watching more back then than yeah. what we have now. Personally. And that's the thing because players are going to get paid regardless. So if, if I pay for both to... If I know, if I if I know, um, if I have a bad game this week, the salary is still going to come. In. Yeah. Uh, uh, the way the way I play is, I'll just play anyhow. So if, even if I play, even if I don't play well, the salary is still going to come in anyway. So why don't you put extra effort? But if I get paid based on performance, I know if I have a bad game this weekend, I I won't get paid. Definitely, the way I'm going to play is going to be different from. Uh, Actually, football, football, football in those days were they were more. They were, I wouldn't say there was Vegas ball, there was Abusin's counter attack, there, there was Jose Mourinho, there was Pep Guardiola's ticket attacker. These guys are legend yeah. in the game. I know, so I know back then the responsibility of it team didn't really lie on a player's shoulder, unlike what we have but, now. We yes. Just, okay. Man City, for example, the Jonathan, I mean, it can just have a moment and that changes the game. But in a team, we have like four or five superstars that yeah. any so the pressure was not, I mean, it was not even up to 
So Sully on the coach is the coaches. Exactly. You get you got yeah. what I'm saying. And so so yeah, I, that, that was why I said the football was always fun then because we knew back then that whether Asma sold all their players and Aswinga brought in anyone, they were always going to make a Champions League. And whether Manchester United sells all their player or not, they're always going to compete within first or second. You know, football then was fun, but honestly, I appreciate the involvement of football and the technicalities of these players and this new team. I, okay, I was watching, I was watching. In those days, you need physicality to compete. Okay, imagine the, 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 the dinosaur style of Koloturi, um, William Gallas, then um, John Terry, Vidic, Ferdinand, um, there was Vieira. Imagine their physicality. Imagine their 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 body, their body build, um, their, their body building measures. They they had to go through because was, I was watching a clip of trainees in 1870s, 1890s. In fact, I was so shocked. They, they had to, if it was it was like fire. They had to go through fire because they wanted to train and all that. But now, a, a player can a, a training of Five months in those days, a player can achieve within two, three weeks. That's because of the finances now. Like, see a player running on a treadmill for one hour and he has covered for one hour and he has covered 20 laps of the standard pitch. So, you know, you know, I think now, I think now the the expectations are higher then. In those days, in those days now, everybody believes that, okay, if I see Barcelona squad of Savi, Iniesta, Busquets. I see Messi. I see Puyo. I see Mascherano. I see Madrid with all their stars. I know there's no team that can defeat them. Same thing goes with AC Milan. I know there's no team. So, point blank, they were always going to be first or second. These guys could win 36 out of 38 matches. You know, it's, it's incredible. But now, even a, 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 a squad like Paris Saint-Germain can still find themselves taking a loss of 3-0 from a smaller team. You know, these are surprising shocks. These are the, the technicalities of players that have gone wider. You can see, okay, who expected that Real Madrid could pull a comeback like that to Manchester City? Nobody expected it. But in those days, you know, it was, it was no, it was, it was not like that. You know, a team of pure quality and caliber will always excel. So, and, you know, I guess that is it. So we should appreciate the involvement. I, I enjoyed football back then, so I I, I enjoyed the likes of Sabi and Sabi. So, but I still appreciate football now. I think football is harder than back then. Well, I, for me personally, I I still rate the the old um, pattern and style of football over this new one. Because now, if you look at football now. The number 10 rule, I think it has been completely abolished from the game. Most of the teams now, you don't rely on, on a number 10. And yeah. then, the, whole, the whole point was to have a number 10, and then number 10 will spread ball to the wings. But now, that has been completely eliminated. Most of the number 10s, they are already facing them out. And I think that was one of the things that affected Coutinho when he moved to Barcelona. Yeah, that was why I couldn't perform. Um, I think was it yesterday I came across their um, their highlights against um, Manchester United, and Steven Gerrard used Coutinho in in a number ten role in that match. 
I didn't really watch the match. It was just the highlight. So I couldn't, uh, I can't tell how he performed. I can't say how his performance was. But the fact that they had to opt for a number 10 role in his team, I think Buendia also plays the same role. It shows that not all the managers are facing out that system. I yeah. think Mourinho still employs that that same um, system. Yeah, but but, but I think I, I, I think the sole aim of abolishing that is we then all players should be able to use the ball technically. All players should be able to okay imagine okay imagine you playing against um Savi in Insta Busquets and you have Messi as well. For God, who, who are you going to mark as the number ten? Um, Inesta could show as the number ten. Messi could show as the number ten. Savi could show as the number ten. So who are you going to mark out then? I understand. I, think, then, I, think, um, I think that's what is helping Pep Guardiola and Klopp to succeed. They don't make use of number ten. They don't, they don't want to rely on one player to. Exactly. Exactly. To show out the responsibilities because if if I could to, and I know the team I'm playing against, this is the main man. This is the person that I'm learning not to, to perform yeah. the match. Is the, is the is the person I'm going to take out for the match, but I'm going to make sure he doesn't get opportunities to influence the game. Yeah, I remember. I remember then if says Fabregas in Arsenal doesn't play well, and um, I think that, that that's the end for Arsenal. Arsenal are not able to perform as well because says Fabregas is not playing well. So you know, it but affects. If, you at, if you look at Arsenal now, they have Odegaard, they have um, Smith Rowe, Saka. So. All, all these players that they, they are capable of changing the game. That yeah. dance on on one person to change the game has has is almost has, it has been phased out completely by most clubs anyway. Yeah, and so then so why you said something about different us the other time. The thing is, regardless of how how things are going now. It's always it's bound to happen anyway because you can't be at the top forever. Obviously. There's, there's no champion forever. You can't be number one. Yeah. The thing is, most of it, and it happens everywhere. There's always a, a, a rise to the top and a decline. So, Juventus are going through their decline. Because the they've enjoyed football for over 10 years. They won the Scudetto for, I think, nine consecutive seasons. So, and... Aside from Bayern Munich, I don't think there's any other club that can boast of that record. No. Yeah, so it's not easy to, to be at the top. Definitely, the, the, the same players they started with in 2011, most of these players have retired. Yeah. So the, the, the new players coming in, they're not up to the calibers of the players they had before. If you look at the um, manual squad of the um, 2008, was it 2008 final? Even though, even though um, I'm I'm not the Manu fan, but that squad, I think, is still the best Manu squad to date. But I don't think there's any other squad that Manu can have that can top that team. When you have like probably they have, they have the squad of Ronaldo, um, Eva. Then you have um, in front you have Rooney, Tevez, and Ronaldo. Then you have Babatov, Vanistore. All these players. How about, how about how about the squad under Olegona Sukja? I think that's a better squad as well. And this is playing. What type of playing? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. People, people get delusion about that squad because the only reason that squad finished second was because uh, Liverpool had a bad season, and then I think Chelsea Chelsea too they had a bad season. So it was only 
Man City that was that was a week that season. All, all, all the only the season. only squad you can you can put side by side with that twenty eight is the nineteen ninety nine squad that won the treble. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That is the only squad. Because for me, all the national squad is not. His, <laughs> Please don't mention this squad. They, they don't even come through. I beg. Don't mention it. Because if you look at most of these players now, what, where are they now? Fine. They're in fine form because I believe I believe they are still in honeymoon phase. Because when you get a new manager, you definitely don't want to impress and do all that. But when the season starts, you can't judge a, a team's performance based on preseason. Even us now, the way they are balling now, I'm not really concerned about it. Because... It's when the season starts. That's when they need to play. Um, that's when they need to play well. The season is just to to get the chemistry flowing and all that. But it's when the season starts. That's when the real competition begins. So all those things that are still playing is I'm not really I'm not too moved by it anyway. And then if you uh, if you're talking about squad, the only reason why I see most of these clubs. Making big signings this season is because look at Man City, they won the league last season and they did so without the striker. Afterwards, they spent how much on Alan? So they got Alan, got Julian Alvarez, and I don't know if they are still planning on buying um Corella, but yeah, uh, uh. the fact that they won the league does it, it does not stop them from uh, solidifying some of the positions they were lacking last season mm. and. If if you are a manager and you look at your competition and you see him buying players, even though he won the league last season, that would definitely motivate you. To, even if you didn't have an intention of buying players before, that would definitely push you to get new players because you look at your your position you are facing. It's not slowing down; it's getting stronger. So you need to also do what you need to also build your own squad. If, even Tottenham, because if you if you look at Tottenham now, they've made some good signings and. Arsenal are their biggest rivals. So, if Arsenal, if Arsenal doesn't make new signings, how are they going to compete with Tottenham? Or, because there's no way they'll use that same squad they used last season and Tottenham won't trash them. Obviously. It's not possible. Because they, even with the squad they had last season, even without the signings, Tottenham still, still, still managed to, to win. So, they have to... All these things are... They are, they are influencing... Uh, other clubs to to make some transfer decisions. Yeah. What about you, Swartz? Um, I think you guys have said it all. I mean, it's it's a really interesting topic, and of course, we all we all can't be on the same side. I think for two of us, we are on the side of it was better to watch, and there was more fierce competition back in the day than what we have now. You know, so yeah. it's okay. Um, thank you guys for coming through. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no thank problem. You. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much for always coming back to listen. You guys are the reason we do this every week. Don't forget to share and join us next Monday. Till then, have a good night and enjoy the rest of your week.